How do you do? Musicians have a special gift which allows them to connect with a broad spectrum of people. Though musicians can reach people all around the world, some use their talents for wicked and selfish reasons. The young man in our story moved to a foreign land seeking money and fame with his talent. Then he found greater treasures when his heart and mind and life were unshackled. Hurry! What's that in your hands? My new guitar, Papa. I, I worked hard for months to buy this so I can learn to play just like you. I've wasted my life playing in nightclubs. I won't let my son make the same mistake. You'll turn into a drunk like me and many others. Papa, let me play for you and you'll see. You listen to me, Jorge. This is not good for you. We will not have this thing in my house. Oh, Papa, why you do this to me? This is Unshackled, dramatizing true life stories produced in Chicago by Pacific Garden Mission. Unshackled, the program that makes you face yourself and think. Everyone is born with special gifts. The gift of music is especially rewarding because the love of music is universal. Today you'll hear the story of Jorge Zambrano, a young man who followed his musical passion in spite of oppositions. Right now on Unshackled. I was born in the city of San Juan de Ambato in Ecuador in 1946, the fourth in a family of eight children. My mama was an elementary school teacher. My papa had two jobs and he was a professional musician, playing his guitar in cabarets, and he also worked in the family's artesian soccer business. The Semprano name became reputable for excellence throughout Ecuador. Soccer is very popular, and my family played competitively at gatherings. My passion for soccer pleased Papa, but my greatest fascination was for the guitar. Ecuadorian songs accompanied by the bandolin, charango, requinto, and guitar with dancing and drinking were always a significant part of family gatherings, so my love for music was natural. When Papa smashed my guitar, it was confusing. Jorge, I'm sorry about your guitar. Mama, you don't get so mad like Papa. He probably had a difficult day. But did he have to break it? Ay, oh, many things are on his mind. Sometimes the soccer business is not so good, and then cabaret owners don't pay on time. But Mama, he doesn't destroy things my older brother buys. You must forgive him, Jorge. Remember the program on the shortwave station. It teaches how children should obey the parent. Our church teaches us to forgive others, especially your papa. Our family was religious, but I had no clear understanding about God or the things of the Bible. We never read it. My siblings and other relatives comforted me too, and life was normal again. I planned to buy another guitar one day, but I wouldn't bring it home. Weeks later, Papa talked with me while we worked with other family members on the orders for soccer balls. Son, I know you were hurt when I smashed your guitar. I fear what you will become when you learn how to play it. You'll stay out all night with people who have nothing better to do with their lives than sing and get drunk. You'll have to find other jobs to provide for your family, and that will cause you to drink more and more because of the despair you feel. I won't drink, Papa. And I will become famous because I will play the guitar better than others. Everyone thinks they won't drink, but they do. You must get a good education, Jorge, so you can make money and take care of yourself and your family. You have a chance to go to college. Believe me, it's for your own sake that I do this. I thought Papa was drunk when he smashed my guitar, but his talk with me clarified his actions. 
My love for music grew even stronger and I bought another guitar and hid it in the home of a friend. We practiced often together after school and when I completed my work assignments at home. Jorge, you're late. Where were you? I was at Edgar's house. He's, he's one of my best friends. Ah, the Sanchez family has been our friends long before you were born. Sometimes they talk about going to America. Huh, Edgar has never mentioned it. Are you playing your guitar with him? No, Mama. Oh, how do you know that I have another guitar? <laughs> You're my son. Besides, your brothers and sisters talk about it when Angel is not home. I've overheard them. Two of my friends and I went out to the country to practice, and we played together at events where I knew Papa couldn't know about. Then we went to the local radio stations to audition. One of them liked us and put us on the air. We were so excited. I wanted to play music for radio as an occupation. I thought I'd be rich. Hey, that was great. There's something very familiar about this style. Hmm, where have I heard that style before? That was Jorge Zambrano and his talented trio with Eduardo Hurtado and Carlos Vascones. These gifted young men. Bolindia, was that him? Who? You know who. Uh, I haven't seen Jorge since he came home from school. So it was. <sighs> so you know about the manhel. And I see that you've known all along. Well, I guess I had my suspicions. Yes, I knew. The mother knows, but the father is kept in ignorance. He was afraid you would break his guitar again. It's true, I would have. But today, we heard a talented group playing on the radio. Then the announcer gave their names. Their leader of the trio, he's our son, Jorge Zambrano. <laughs> Jorge Zambrano, he said, and he's talented trio. Imagine that, talented trio. <laughs> Angel, I hope you're not planning to smash his guitar again. <laughs> oh, of course not. If he's going to become a well-known entertainer on the radio, I will teach him what I know about the guitar. We will play and sing together. Our trio grew in popularity and even traveled to other cities playing for events. Then Galo dropped out to concentrate on his studies, so our trio became a duo. Completing high school in Ecuador leads to a bachelor's degree, but music was more important to me, so I wasn't a good student. Mama reprimanded me and also challenged me to do better. Papa and I grew very close and often played our guitars together. He taught me so many musical techniques, but his drinking continued and it increased. Mama told me that I should never take up his habit. One day we heard a speaker on that Christian shorewave station and he read a passage from Proverbs in the Bible. Hear thou my son and be wise and guide thine heart in the way. Be not among wine-bibbers, among riotous eaters of flesh. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Those words reinforced Mama's warnings. She smiled at me as the program ended. Olindia, the meal was very good, but uh, perhaps you worked too hard today. Why do you think this? You didn't sleep so well last night. I saw when you left the bed. Angel, this pregnancy is more difficult than the others. Uh, perhaps I'm too old now. You are as beautiful now as when I married you. I was 15 when Mama became pregnant with the ninth child. We were all so very happy. But the greatest tragedy in our family happened one day while I was in school. My sister came to say we must go home because Mama had died in childbirth. I thought the words were in a story or something. Mama couldn't be dead. Her presence always filled our home and our lives with love and happiness. We were devastated. It would take many years before I believed that she would not return to us. I looked for her everywhere. In time, our finances dwindled because Mama's income was gone. 
The shock was even greater for Papa. He started coming home very late, drinking more and mourning always over Mama's death. Jorge, are you awake? Yeah, I'm awake. Barely. Get up. I want you to get your guitar. We are going to play music together. Oh. Even though our hearts are filled with sadness, we will play music. And maybe Mama can hear us and be happy. Papa paid for my three oldest siblings' college, but he couldn't pay for mine. My education was in grave jeopardy. At 18, I graduated from high school and earned the degree of Bachelor of Modern Humanities, which qualified me to become a grammar school teacher. But I didn't want to teach. My friend Edgar Sanchez knew all about my problem. Jorge, did you hear we're moving to the United States? No, Edgar. What, what city are you going to? Patterson, New Jersey. Why are you going there? Oh, many of the people there speak Spanish, and there are many factories, so it will be easy to find work. Do you think I could find work there? Sure. What about all the documents? I've already gone through the process. I can help you. That's a big decision, and it will take lots of money. Well, if you decide to move there, I'll help you with the paperwork. Papa and the rest of the family thought that I could become a rich musician in America. So the family and Mama's sister raced the plane fare. I wasn't ready for the internal anguish that I felt as the plane flew away, leaving my family and my world behind. On October 28, 1964, I arrived in Patterson, New Jersey. Edgar and his family were waiting for me and they treated me as one of their family. Later, I roomed with a young Italian guy. I found a job playing and singing in a local nightclub. There, I saw firsthand some of the dangers Papa warned me about. Jorge! Hey, man, you are great tonight! Thank you. I'm really starting to love America. People know how to have fun here. Uh, nothing like coming to the club after a hard week at work, huh? I'm going to get another drink. What's in your glass? Rum and a coke? Uh, just coke. Wow. You're not drinking tonight? I don't care for it. I don't like the taste. Oh, come on, man. All musicians oh. drink. Well, you party, huh? Use drugs? No, no drugs. I feel good just playing my guitar. The Bible says, Be not among wine-bibbers, among riotous eaters of flesh. Papa was right about the people and the meager income from playing in nightclubs. My bills were piling up, but I still struggled with the English language, so I couldn't work with the public. Thankfully, Edgar was more proficient with English, and he helped me out. You have to read the help-wanted ads in the newspapers, Jorge. Uh, I'm trying, but it's hard to understand English. Oh, look. Here's a job you can do. They're asking for guys to polish glass in a glass factory. Go there in the morning, and I bet they'll hire you. That was my first real job. Soon, my communication improved, and so did my job opportunities. Just as my love for music helped me bridge the communication gap, my ability and passion for soccer led me to many other sports lovers. I was invited to join the Roma Sporting Club of Patterson, even though I was busy and missed my family. It took two weeks for our letters to reach each other. One day, two female neighbors befriended me. We'll learn more about Jorge's neighbors in just a moment. With my daytime job, soccer practice, and nightclubs on Saturday nights, I was very busy. Early on Sunday mornings, I would meet two young ladies who lived in my apartment building. One day we talked. Hello. How do we keep meeting like this? <laughs> yeah, only on Sundays. Well, we leave for church at the same time every Sunday morning. I sing and play guitar at a nightclub on Saturday night, so I'm coming home. You're a musician? Yes. Our music director is always looking for people who can play an instrument. I never played church music. It's not my style. Our music director could teach you. No, thanks. Well, we'd love to have you visit our church some Sunday. The ladies, Lucille and Joanna, repeated their invitation each time I gave them an excuse. But 
Then they set up a meeting with their music director and me. I agreed to meet him on a corner near our apartment, but I never kept the appointment. One day, he surprised me. Just a minute. Hello? Hey, uh, you Jorge Zambrano? Yes. I'm Jim, the music director at Lucille and Johannes Church. I, I guess our schedules never coincided, so I decided to try your apartment. Uh, can I come in? I guess so. Uh, sure, come in. Their affection was genuine, and I needed more than I wanted to admit. My lifestyle and those on my jobs and in the soccer club weren't always honorable. If Mama was alive and knew this first, she would say, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. I would learn years later that even Moses warned Israel against enticement by close family members as found in Deuteronomy chapter 13. Finally, I visited their church. Everyone made me feel welcome. I was enthralled by the musical presentations, but the words of the pastor were very provocative and compelling. Our focus today is on God's sovereignty and God's love. The preeminent attributes of God are His holiness and His love. There is no other God, and there is no love greater than His. God's great love for us and His redemptive plans are demonstrated over and over again. More than 700 years before Jesus was born, the prophet Isaiah wrote, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Sin came into this world through the disobedience of Adam, but God's love prevailed. He made us in his image, and the Lord promised to provide the way to bring everyone who was willing back to him. Jesus proclaims in John chapter 3, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you are in the world, then you are included. Jesus came and died for you. Repent of your sins today and receive Jesus as your Savior. Jorge, you've been so faithful to the services since that first Sunday. God drew me with cords of love, Jim. I received him in May 1965. It's so amazing. Coming to Jesus for salvation was really the beginning of my life. And you all were so persistent, even though I wanted to avoid you. Ah, the Lord led us to you, Jorge. Your eternal destiny was at stake. I thank you. I've been writing to my family about this wonderful new life, but they think I've lost my mind. Actually, you've given your heart and mind to the Lord, and His Word has transformed your thinking. I want them to know the love of God as I do, Jim. I want that for all people, not just for my family. I continue to write my family, and I always included scripture passages because God's Word is powerful. Jorge has written us another letter. Listen. Hi, Papa, and the rest of my family. God loves you personally. He said, even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. You're my family, and we've always shared both our joys and our sorrow. Papa, this is the most joyous experience in my life. Mama and I would listen to a speaker on that Christian shortwave station. I now understand what it all meant. I'm closing with these final words from the psalmist in the Bible. O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Papa, I had to come to America to receive salvation. Perhaps God has plans to send me back someday. Then I attended a mission conference, and there I met the speaker of a program that I'd heard on that Christian shorewave station in Ecuador. He was familiar with my city and encouraged me to attend a Bible college in Miami. I loved the classes. The Word of God was exploding in my heart. My passion for music continued to grow, and I prayed that God would assimilate the classical Christian music with music I'd learned in the Ecuadorian culture in my worship to Him. 
In my first year, I met Erica, and our dating led to plans for marriage. During my second year, I had classes with a girl named Denise, and we talked often. You are an excellent student, Jorge. Where do you plan to serve? I don't really know, but I want to become a missionary and minister in radio and music. You said your fiancé wants you to become a church pastor? She does, but I'm sure that God has called me to missions. You're taking the mission classes. Will you serve in domestic missions? I'm not sure. My fiancé is a new Christian, and he doesn't want to consider ministry. We delayed our wedding so I could attend one year of Bible college first. I'm so challenged by the history of missions and missionaries. I long to become one of them. Yeah, me too. Well, we've got a paper to do, so I'd better go. You're right. See you later. I was saved as a child and grew up in a Christian home. I surrendered my life to serve the Lord wherever he sent me at a teens conference. So I was attending Bible college to determine where that should be. In time, Jorge and I realized that God had brought us together so we could serve him wherever he chose. Miraculously, both our fiancés broke the engagement, so we dated the next two years and married in September in 1972 when Jorge graduated with his bachelor's degree. In 1974, Denise and I became missionaries to the same international ministry with the Christian shorewave station, and we returned to Ecuador. The path of God for my life was amazing. My family was thrilled that we had moved back to Ecuador. They realized that I hadn't lost my mind and that that change in me was permanent. The Lord blessed us with two wonderful children, Daniel and Linda, as Denise and I served him together. The first 12 years, Jorge worked in the television department in multiple positions. During this period, he mentored local pastors and then helped in church planting with many of the Ecuadorian pastors that he mentored. The stories of the spiritual impact made in the lives of the masses is more than we can share at this time, but truly, it's more than we can know. I remained at the international ministry in Ecuador for the next 35 years and pursued and received my master's from a graduate school and my doctorate from a seminary. My involvement in their musical department, radio production, and programming was more than I could have dreamed. The little boy with dreams of radio and music had become a man of God, and he gifted me to serve thousands through radio. I told many who had great musical careers to consider what spiritual heritage they leave for their children. Our children grew up, followed the Lord, and married as we approached retirement. Jorge had been experiencing some unusual pain, so we went to Pennsylvania and stayed with Linda, our daughter. The doctors found cancer, and though treatments helped, it wasn't enough. A few days before his death, Jorge wrote and sang this song to the Lord. The Lord is my life. The Lord is my On July 23rd, Jorge passed away. God had plans for his life. And through the story, we see that God's plans were better than anything Jorge could ever imagine. As the Bible says, a man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. During Jorge's tenure of ministry, he led program production of Latin American, Christian, Ecuadorian, and Quechua Indian music. He also served as a bilingual speaker in the radio ministry, producing programs in both English and Spanish that aired worldwide via shortwave on the station in Ecuador. Whether your talents lie in music, communications, or another field, the Lord gave you gifts, and He has a plan for them. His plan will begin when you repent of your sins and receive Jesus as your Savior. Won't you pray with us now? Lord, I admit that I am a sinner. 
and I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. I repent of my sins. Thank you for the special talents you've given me. Please show me how to live my life for your purpose. Come into my heart and be my Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let us know if you prayed, and we'll send you free literature to help you learn more about living a new life in Jesus Christ. Our email address is unshackled at pgm.org. Visit our website to learn more about this ministry, www.unshackled.org. Christocentric Station. Serving the body of Christ. You are listening to Christocentric Station. Where listening invites hope. by saying because we know Proverbs chapter 18 21 says this death and life come on are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall what eat the fruit thereof so you and your seed are going to live by speaking something and we're going to speak favor over their lives you ready Now we're going to declare this. Now get ready because when you say it, it's going to start happening. The moment you declare this, it's going to start happening for you. And then I'd like you to make sure you say it now continuously every day. Because I get up and confess the favor of God surrounds me today like a shield. Say amen to that. And I expect doors to open. I expect folks to call me on the phone and I get a blessing. I expect, come on now. You ready? Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I decree from this moment forward, I see myself the way God sees me. I am highly favored of the Lord. I am crowned with glory and honor. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am reigning as a king in life. 
through the one man Jesus Christ the Messiah. Now in Jesus name I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment supernatural increase I have restoration I have prominence I have petitions granted laws changed policies and rules changed and battles won which I do not have to fight why all because of favor the blessing and favor of God is on my life in Jesus name every morning when I arise I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me and surround me as with a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. Doors are now open for me that men have said are impossible to open. No obstacle can stop me. No hindrances can delay me. In Jesus name I am honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I am special to him. I am the object of his affection. I am the apple of his eye. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, and so be it right now. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Now give the Lord a praise. fails me all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice You have led me through the fire And in darkness night You are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God Of the goodness of God. 
Connecting to the Good Start broadcast right here on the Christocentric station. My name is Phoebe Ferguson, the Christocentric guy, and I welcome you on board. Good morning, well, good afternoon, good evening, and again, thank you for joining us. Well, today I want to share what with you on confidence. Yes, confidence. Let's take a prayer. Father, we're grateful for the privilege to gather to hear your word. Your word tells us that indeed, with your word, we will find light. We will find direction. With your word, we are healed. We are delivered. This word is what made us, and so we need it each day. And so I pray that your word will ignite our passion, even to walk in your will and in your ways. Make me your mouth peace. Let me speak not of my will, but of cause of yours. Sweet Holy Spirit, thank you for the utterance in jesus name in the end the father be glorified all of us be edified you say amen so i'm speaking today on the subject confidence confidence hebrews 13 6 says so we may boldly say the lord is my helper i will not fear what can man do to me can I take it again? So you and I, as children of God, may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Praise God. Well, do you know as a child of God that every day you need to display confidence? Yes, confidence in yourself. Confidence in in your plan, confidence in your assignment, confidence in everything you do. As a Christian, you have every reason to live confidently. After all, God's promises for you are real. You know that he's prepared a place for you in heaven, right? You know that he's got your back, right? If you read the scriptures, you should know this. God is on your side. As a matter of fact, his word says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Scripture says, what can separate us from the love of God? That should give you a certain assurance that you are connected. Praise God. And so you should not fear. You don't have to fear. Like a friend would say, who? Fear nothing. Because God has got you. But I know you and I, we get to the point sometimes when we fret. Despite the faith, despite God's promises for us, we find ourselves gripped by what I want to call earthly apprehensions. The mundanes of life, the worryings of life, they grip us like clips. Oh my goodness. See, the truth is when we focus on our doubts and our fears, we eventually end up concocting what I call a lengthy list of reasons that will make us lie at night and worry and fret about the uncertainties, especially of the coming days, the uncertainties of our lives. Hey, buddy, a better strategy I want to share with you today is to focus not upon your fears, but instead upon our God and his promises for you. So let me ask you, are you a confident Christian? Well, you should be. 
because God's promises for you never fails. His love is everlasting. The next time you need a boost of confidence, let me tell you what to do. Slow down and have a little chat with your creator. Talk to him. Get into his word. It will remind you that you're blessed. Count your blessings and not your troubles. Focus on your possibilities and not your problems. And remember that with God on your side, you have absolutely nothing to fear. Praise God. You need to make the right decision, family, undecisively, and then stick with it with God's help. Praise God. Confidence in the natural world is self-reliance. Listen to me. Confidence in the natural world is self-reliance. And let me explain that. You know, when you get all those security in your house, you get all those insurance and everything, you know, you're doing it because, yes, it's the right thing to do. You're told and you're doing it because, well, you're depending on your strength. It's called self-reliance. Praise God. But of course, confidence in the spiritual world. As a matter of fact, confidence in the things that God has said concerning your life is God-reliance. You cut the drift? I'm sure you do. We never get anywhere, nor do our conditions and circumstances change when we look at the dark side of life. Letty Coleman made this quote. I like it. We never get anywhere, nor do our conditions and circumstances change. When we look at the dark side of life, you know what? The scripture makes it clear. It says, be strong and courageous and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God. My God, he is with you. He won't leave you nor forsake you. First Chronicles 28 verse 20. I love John 16 33 says, in this world, you will have troubles. But take heart. Jesus speaking, he says, hey, I have overcome the world. It gives you some level of confidence in the God who has got you. Psalm 71 verse 5 says, you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my confidence. Is your confidence the Lord? Psalm 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, our very present help in times of need. Psalm 121 verse 1 to 2 says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I hope I'm injecting some confidence in you through the word of God. Well, I want to end for today, but pick up this word for Munch. As a Christian, as a child of God, you have every reason to be confident. With God as your partner, you have nothing to fear. I take it again. As a child of God, as a Christian, as a believer, you have every reason to be confident. With God as your partner, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. With God as your partner, you have nothing to fear. So let me ask you, do you have God as your partner? Is he your personal Lord and Savior? If he's not, then he cannot be your partner. And so this moment, you want to connect your heart to his. You want to invite Jesus into your life so that you too can boast of your confidence in him. Are you ready? Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus, your only begotten son, to die on the cross, even to save me. I believe he died and he was resurrected on the third day. Right now, Lord Jesus, in all humility, I surrender my all unto you. I admit that I'm a sinner, but I need mercy from you. And so I lay down my life by reason of surrendering it all to you. Come into my heart. Be my personal Lord and Savior. Lead me so I will follow you for the rest of my days. I thank you for saving me and for delivering me from the hands of the enemy. I thank you that now that I have you in my life, I will go on ahead and walk in confidence, believing in your will and your work in my life. In Jesus' name, I thank you for answered prayers. And all will join to say, Amen. Indeed, 
You are now born again and you have every reason to be confident in the things of God, especially his promises concerning your life. Don't let the enemy bully you. Now you are part of the kingdom. Bless your heart. I pray for you today that everything that you desire to do according to the will of God, you will have the confidence to do it. Nothing will steal your resolve. Nothing will steal your strength. In this regard, in the name of Jesus, I decree the crooked roads are made straight. The rough roads are made smooth. The mountains are removed, the valleys are filled, the boundary lines are fallen in pleasant places for you. You enjoy the rest of the Lord because God has got you. His grace will see you through every life's race with an extra pace no enemy can chase. Have a fruitful day till we meet again. Go well in tomorrow. Hallelujah. Before I go, let me give you a quick rundown on what's going on today on the Christocentric station. I mean, program lineup. Remember from now till it's 9 a.m. It's all great music and inspiration. At 9 a.m., a special request. And today, we are honored to share awesome songs from the album of Tego Sisters with Chiamaka. Yes, with Chiamaka, with Tego Sisters. That's what's on the special request edition today, 9 a.m. When we hit 10.30 a.m., it's all about African praise mix. Let's meet together and dance to praise God. Uh, at 12 noon, it's Christocentric jazz, soothing, anointed, relaxing. At 2 p.m., it's all about the tunes trending in the world of gospel. We call it fresh tunes. When we hit 4 p.m. today, time with your favorite artists. We're taking you to South Africa, Dr. Doomy, his album, Love and Grace Life. That album has some of your favorite songs I know and I need for you to connect. When we finish, we're going straight into the gospel drive tunes. My pleasure to share some beautiful songs with you right here on the Christocentric station. And then, of course, we bring you the unshackled, dramatized two life stories. At 9 p.m., we have a word in season. And tonight, we are honored to have Dr. Sam O. Wushu from Vancouver, Canada, bringing us the word. And he says, the devil is defeated. It's a word that you must hear to also boost your confidence in the Lord. And of course, when we are done with that, 10 p.m. till morning, it's all about nonstop worship songs that will get you praising and worshiping and praying through till the next morning. I pray you stick and stay and you recommend Christocentric Station to your buddies out there. Remember, when you share Christocentric station, you're sharing Jesus because definitely all the content here magnifies him. You want to be part of the kingdom? Stick and stay and invite others to join us. So thank you again from the Christocentric guy, Phoebe Bowsen. We are back going tomorrow for Word for Munch. Have a lovely day. Cheers. Christocentric station. Enjoy.
to Centric Station. Enjoy. I want to pronounce this blessing upon you today, and it is a benediction of blessing. I decree and declare, this is the day the Lord has made. Since every good gift comes from God, I speak that this day is both good and perfect. May your day bring you divine opportunities, and may it be filled with strategic encounters. May it be filled with wonderful surprises, supernatural breakthroughs, and miracles. May the best of your today become the worst of your tomorrows. May this moment become your defining moment, marking the ending of a sad, depressing, discouraging history and the beginning of a prosperous, debt-free, disease-free, depression-free destiny. May you forever live under an open heaven. May God give you a strategy for prosperous and successful living. May you be well acquainted with your heritage, where you come from, with your inheritance, what you were born into, with your identity, who you are, with your purpose, what you were born to be, with your destiny, where you are going, with your vision, what you see yourself accomplishing within your lifetime, with your mission, why you do what you do, the reason, the intention for you doing that, with your assignment, what you should be doing when you get there, with relationships, who you should be doing it with when you get there, the people that add value to your life, with resources, with what you should be doing it with, with timing and your gifts and your abilities, your timing is when you should be doing what you're doing. I pronounce a benediction upon you that God would give you a strategy, give you the ability to know what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And then finally, I pronounce a blessing upon you and this benediction that 
you will leave a legacy, that you will leave something for the next generation to know that you did it. I pronounce this benediction upon you, that you will live in a prosperous, healthy environment. May God prosper the works of your hand. May everything you touch turn into prophetic gold. May your life forever reflect the shimmer of God's glory and divinity. May your life be blessed with all good things. May joy, peace, prosperity, and success be as abundant as the stars at night. May friendship, favor, affluence, influence, happiness, support, beauty, purpose, direction, and abundant living be your constant companion. May you be unconditionally loved, celebrated, revered, appreciated, and honored beyond measure and human comprehension by all. May God grant you true, lasting, mutually beneficial relationships, friendships, association, alliances, partnerships, and support. May you make a difference in this world. May you have the courage to make your mark and leave your footprint in the sand of time. May your name and good works be memorialized. May your children fulfill their purpose and maximize their potential. May they have favor with God and man. May your creations, inventions, products, goods, services be in high demand globally. May God firmly place you at a comparative advantage. May you distinguish yourself amongst the great, the influential, the powerful. May your good name precede you. May your goals be achievable. May God grant you wisdom for successful negotiations. May all that is owed to you be released to you now. May your blessing uh, like the stars be too numerous to count. May health and wealth walk with you hand in hand. May your victories be as abundant as the grain of sand. May lack and struggle be a distant memory of the past. May you subdue your enemies. May you be fruitful in all of your endeavors. May God grant you multiple streams of income. May you navigate these streams with an anointing that gives you business savvy. May economic and financial tides turn in your favor. May abundant wealth be transferred into your hands. May the title deeds for commercial, real estate, and prime property be placed in your financial coffers, your chambers, and treasury. May your income always be greater than your expenditure. May you be more than happy to underwrite your government's budget by paying your taxes. May you have so much more money than needed for your day-to-day -day expenses. May you always have more than enough to give. May you become a humanitarian, given to those who can never repay the favor. May you give a tenth of your earnings to a charitable non-profit organization whose focus is on helping the less fortunate, the orphan, the widowers, the homeless, the destitute, and helpless. May your bank accounts be filled. May your pocketbook never run dry. May you consider a million dollars pocket change. May daily compounding interest favor your investment. May your words be recorded, published, distributed, and bought. May God divinely increase and prolifically bless you. May your network and net worth increase profoundly. May you be resourceful. Everything you need will be available to you when you need it. May your blessings come upon you and overtake you. May your success confound your and overwhelm your enemies. May they become speechless as their tongues cleave to the roof of their mouths in disbelief. May you experience overnight success. May you live in an Edenic state of mind and dwell in your prophetic Goshen. May God release divine angelic escorts to safely lead you into the promised land. May your head never lack fresh oil. May your mouth be filled with spontaneous praise. May your hands never lack lack productivity. May your mind never lack witty million dollar ideas and creative billion dollar inventions. May your spirit be filled with God's abundant and divine presence. May your soul never lack joy and peace. May your heart never lack courage. May your feet never lack progress. May the light of God's word forever light your pathway. May you blaze new trails. May you run through troops and leap over walls. May 
May you discover new horizons as you become the Christopher Columbus of your discipline, your industry, your profession, and your chosen field. May music and laughter fill your house. May your home be a haven of peace. May wealth and riches be in your house. May God dissolve the pain of yesterday so that it will never appear again tomorrow. May the abundance of the sea be converted unto you. May every good seed you planted last season yield a fruitful harvest this season. May your activities be synchronized and syncopated to heaven's rhythm. May you know God in his fullness. May he grant you pleasure and power. May greatness be your portion. May you live your life in such a way that all the world will know that it is blessed because of your presence in it. May you experience supernatural increase. May you live in a mortgage-free mansion. May you own Fortune 500 type companies and businesses. May your wealth outlive all future generations. May your loved ones be favored. May they never become homeless or lack bread to eat. May they have the comparative advantage. May they set honorable goals and outperform their competition. May they live on the competitive edge. May they perceive and capitalize on opportunities. May they optimize their potential. May they maximize their educational disciplines. May routine and consistency remain as an integral part of their lifestyle. May your relationships be mutually beneficial. May you be settled with who you are and what you are called to do. May you never settle for less than what you deserve. May you expect only the best for your life. May you continuously raise the bar and push the envelope on your life's performance. May you outperform your competition. May you think big and always outside of the box. May you practice discipline, routine, and remain focused. May you set plausible goals and reach them. May you live drug-free, drought-free, debt-free, disease-free, drama-free, depression-free. May excellence be the signature upon all you do and say. May you become all that God will have you to become. May God supply all your need according to his riches in glory. May his spirit be your companion. May Jesus forever be your Lord and Savior. May you become the head and not the tail. May you forever be the first and not last. May you forever be above only and not beneath. May you be strengthened in the inner man. May you continue to dream big. May you awaken every morning to live the life of your dreams. May you live a humble life of gratitude and thanksgiving, knowing that he which began the good work in you will complete it, for faithful is he that calls you to this realm of success and prosperity, and it is he who will also do it. I speak this benediction of blessing upon your life in the name of Jesus, according to Genesis 28, 3-4, and the God Almighty bless thee, and make thee fruitful, and multiply thee, that thou mayest be a multitude of people, and give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee, to thy seed with thee, that thou mayest inherit the land whereinto thou was a stranger, which God gave unto Abraham. According to Ephesians 3, 20-21, now unto him that is able to do the exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all age, world without an amen. According to Psalm 129, verse 8, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. And according to Numbers 6, 24 to 26, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. Amen.